Welcome to the MCO Advisors Podcast. In this episode, Corey and Ryan talk about how to create more stuff from your content and how to market without a curator. How's it going? Did you get all your stuff done? You jumped off the chair and ran around real quick. Oh, I, I always forget to I put these lights on above me, so I do that. Oh, yeah, I could get this guy going, too. Just one extra. Does that What's make a difference? With, um, I want to ask about the content creation thing, but, like, I shared with you last night, like, and I feel this, I feel like, every night, is there's, I have so much anxiety around the amount of content we're and I'm not creating based on the amount of content we have in the dugout, like, the amount of content we're not curating gives me so much anxiety. Yeah, there's something around the fact that right now we'll be in refining, we'll figure out new things like where the business goes. But growing the business over the past six months, it's like we've I feel like we've said it, you know, we've said the gems at one point or another, for they're sure. in there, they're in there somewhere. And it's not doesn't mean they won't come back out. But but for sure, like all the content that that needs that we need is already happened. So how do you deal with the idea that like we just should and need to be creating it, curating it. Yeah, that's getting why it I, out. That's why. Uh, that's why actually this show is a really good example of how you can create one thing and make you know almost a hundred pieces of content if you have the right people you know doing it for you, or if you have the yeah. capability of doing it yourself or the time and the capacity. Um, plugging in my laptop here is I don't want this to die on us. We're just talking about charging. I wonder so. too. It'd, it'd be interesting to get some advisors on the show here just to share some comments like are advisors marketing out like are they sick of hearing about the content are they sick of hearing about how much more they need to be doing um you know yeah that's why i think yeah. that's why i think the strategy is so important and figuring out what each person should be doing and that's why i think we have to remind people and we i think we do we try to do a good job but sometimes people give us specific messages or comments and we're like hey this show's super high level you know this is what not every advisor should do, although we have blank marketing concepts, specific strategic advice, just like financial planning is for each individual advisor. Yeah, like if you don't want to grow, you're probably, you probably don't need to watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Sid? How's it going? Um, so do-it-yourself content curation. Where are we going with this? What's up, Nick? And what was the point of today? Well, I find that it's really, there, there's a line you cross, right? Eventually you're, you're creating your own content up to a certain capacity and then it gets to delegate as much as you can. If you have the money to do it, if you're bringing people in, uh, what's up, Michael, then, you know, then you're kind of just starting to hand things off. You're just the quarterback and then you hand it to everybody. But I think most of us are in the boat of, I have some money. I'm putting it back into my business in different ways. I'm also taking care of my family and things like that. I don't want to pay for somebody on Upwork or Fiverr or whatever, or us, or you don't want to hire us to start curating your content. So uh, you're going to do it yourself. And I figure we take this episode to kind of go through a little bit of what we had recently in our member meeting and kind of talk about how this show could be curated into multiple pieces of content. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. I mean, specifically hit me with, hit me with some specifics. Cause I think that's where we, we find the gems. Um, I, at a high level, obviously I agree with everything you're saying and, and you stand for. Yeah. 
So doing the show is cool. Having it live, knowing it's live, all that stuff is awesome. Promoting it, distributing it, and using the content, like you said, Corey, that we're not even taking full extent of is, uh, and we have two of us, is um, is realizing that we could curate this in a way to have little clips. It could go on YouTube. You know, we kind of put it live, but we could edit and, and like I said, highlight clips highlight podcasts, maybe specific episodes. Actually, some a lot of the stuff we are doing, but maybe we could do more of. Uh, you're already adding to thumbnails. So really, I think we've grown in the six months, finally, of being the company and showing the way currently, right now, the way we believe advisors should grow to or look to expand their marketing of having their website, having YouTube, and consistent content coming out um, at, at, uh, at scale, I guess. Yeah. I think I have enough. I think you've added enough meat to the bone for us to, you know, take a couple bites here. So, <laughs> um, I love these analogies. Uh, I think the one thing that advisors could do to generate more content, if that's something that you're you're sitting there, you're an FA, and you're like, I just don't know what to create. I think the one thing you could do is start to record your webcasts or your live presentations or your live Q and As, and let's just assume you're doing one of those a month. You're doing one webinar a month uh, virtually for an audience and you're hosting Q&A or you're asking for Q&A to come in. You have to be recording that. And the reason why is because then you're talking to the audience like we're doing now and you're going off the cuff and you're just speaking. You're not scripted. You're speaking from the gut, from the heart, from the head um, on everything that you're an expert in. And what you'll get out of that is an hour of footage that has 15 minutes of really good um, topical content. And you can, this is the most simple thing. You guys all know this, but you could clip that down into video, which is terrific. You can make bite-sized little clips, but then you can take pull quotes out of that. And then you can create digital media content that you can share on LinkedIn. You can share on Facebook or wherever you like to share your content, share it on your website. Um, you can create, like Ryan said, audio clips, audio podcasts. Your podcast doesn't have to be like the Corey Keating show. And every episode is we're interviewing a guest. You could have... The Corey Keating show, and then within your podcast, you could have segments of interviews, uh, Corey Keating clips, um, webinar Q&A. You could have little segments within that entire podcast. And I don't want to use this show this morning to dive so deep into the weeds and tell everyone how to create content from that pillar content. But the point is, like, it doesn't have to be wake up and create a LinkedIn post and share that, and that's it. Like, there's actually so much more you guys could be doing with with your voice and, and the content that you're creating on a daily basis anyways. Yes. Uh, that's why I think we're so big on doing something on Zoom too. And I think people underestimate how those nuggets come out. I guess not everybody feels comfortable public speaking, things like that. So I can understand if you think that's not your wheelhouse, but we underestimate the, the content that we develop and the ideas that come out when you answer a specific question for somebody. And I think what most advisors seem to remember in those in those lengths of how long was my content? Was it too long? Was it interesting? Did I say um too much? Was I was fumbling around? And rather than focus on that, I think everybody should almost use that live, call it webinar, whatever, more so like a training tool for your content. Because I realize the answers that you can deliver to people are what people want to know. And if you find a way to explain it to them in a few sentences, now you have your simple content. Yeah, you guys all have the content in the in your backpack, like same way we do. We have we have all the raw stuff behind the scenes 
stacked up in the office. It just needs to be pulled out and reassembled and packaged to be consumable. And it says, it sounds like a lot. So let me break down specifically what I'm thinking when I say do-it-yourself content curation. It does sound like a lot. Like it's overwhelming me talking about it. It is, it is. And honestly, at the end of the day, even a bunch of small steps are a bunch of steps. So whether they take a couple minutes, you jam them together, you know, you're going to spend a lot of time curating and it is overwhelming. And that's why I think you usually stick to something simple, something you can focus on and not overwhelm yourself with with multiple channels. That's why we're, I feel like we're usually telling people to do less at this point because it can be too overwhelming. But here's an idea of how you can take advantage of a simple video like that. Keep it simple in terms of cutting off the front and the back. So you leave the middle how it is. Obviously, if compliance makes you change something, if that's even involved, then you have to do that. But as far as the content goes, whether it's an interview with somebody, whether it's you speaking, doing a virtual presentation, just cut off the front and the back enough to make it clean. And that, and then I would extract the audio. You can make that a podcast. Again, it's clicking buttons to host it somewhere, creating another title, possibly another paragraph um, in the description. So again, it does get busy, but at least you can use that one thing multiple times and keep it very simple and maybe spend an hour of your time. But now your one piece of content is in three different places in a pretty authentic uh, and a uh, pretty authentic way. Yeah, I think of it, I mean, I totally agree. Here's the thing, that here's the challenge that you guys are all facing that, that Ryan and I faced in the past and we're getting a pretty good rhythm together on it. And there's two of us, so it makes it easier. But here's the challenge you guys are facing. Today, you create a piece of content and then you're like, I know I could be putting that all in these different places. I just, you, you just don't get to it. it you, you get to the starting line and then something happens or you get overwhelmed. Once you get this, can you see that? Yep. Okay. Once you get that in place, everything becomes easier. Like that's the thing that we, we've figured out. Once you build the template for, I take one piece of content and I create a digital post, I create an audio share, I create a video and I create a thumbnail. Once you get like those four things down or whatever those pieces of media are that you want to create, once you get the framework down, it becomes almost plug and play at that point. Obviously the creative and the work and the editing you have to put in is it can be time consuming depending how refined you want it. But I find the framework to be the most overwhelming and daunting task. Like, shit, where do I go to set up a podcast? Oh, I don't have a YouTube channel set up. I don't even know what program to use for digital content. Once you get all of those things under your belt, mm -hmm. which are actually, they sound a lot more overwhelming than they actually are, disseminating and curating the content consistently. I mean, you could do that once a week and now you've got five pieces of content for the week. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the reason I think, uh, I completely agree. If there's any reason too, when I start saying this to strip away quality, even though we want to stand out with people is I believe that the best editors I know just don't post quite enough. Yeah. And that's because they have the capability to make such a high quality video that they make high quality videos and lack a little bit of consistency. So I would actually suggest to people to strip some of it away and in order to create, you know, more of a rhythm that you can get into. And if you're doing something like this, where you're, where you're kind of curating your something that's already happened, an event that you've already done, you're also reusing that experience and you don't have to create a new idea every time. You're just chopping up the idea you created for the event similar to this show. Here's a really good, another thing to think about for guys, for guys and girls, but just people, I use the word guys for people who are thinking about quality and, and letting quality be a barrier to entry or a hurdle. Um, if you have a good website in place 
a website that you're proud of, okay? And you have a, a, a LinkedIn profile in place, a profile that you're proud of. Your quality at that point, I will argue, doesn't matter because I think it's a frequency game at that point. The due diligence, if you have the frequency in place, the due diligence that people do on the back end and confirming that you're legit and you've got your shit together, once they've done that, it's it's your sales are up and the wind's blowing because once someone has confirmed you're legit on your website or your profile and they're like, this guy's got his act together, he's just churning out, pumping out content, like that content becomes like, consumable regardless of the production value. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if I had to work towards a point, I would also say that somebody works towards creeping that line of, and I don't know, I don't know about a good timeline, but working hard on your own content for maybe six months to a year until you're comfortable, hopefully making money throughout whether your current business or while you're building your brand in order to lean and then hire that content curator who then can take over. So you get your time back while your brand is building. And I think if you have time, that's a place that's good, well spent. But if you have money, people should really consider leading more into their marketing. And that's what we mean. I always want to make sure that sometimes, you know, we talk about hiring in-house and things like that. I think that's stressful. And I don't think we always have to do that. Just go find somebody, start a relationship with a freelancer. Uh, we did that through Kajabi with the new website. And man, she took hours. Uh, she gave us hours back, gave us hours back. And all we did was had to reach out there. And, and then the first thing I thought after I paid her was how stupid it was that I didn't reach out to her sooner. And wasn't it funny? Like you and I are having this conversation on a Saturday, texting back and forth or messaging back and forth. And it's like, well, shit, I could dig in and do that for $480. And you're like, let's just let her do it and not spend the 12 hours that it's going to take us to figure it out. Yeah. Take, yeah. Aimlessly clicking in circles. And like, that's what I mean. Eventually it gets down to, we, we want to give you guys tips and advice, but you don't, you're not going to learn Adobe rush. You're not going to only a few of you, Keith and a few others Sid. I don't know how far you're going with editing, but are going to use Adobe premiere and, and things that really dig into making a high quality video. So you have to keep it simple and make sure you're doing something that's sustainable because the consistency is the key when it comes to content. So the curation has to be just as consistent. Yeah, I think that's a big one too. Now, when you talk about uh, the production level, I think the product you can get away with a minimal production level as long as your consistency on that minimal production level is met. And what I mean by that is like, if each of your videos start with, an intro or, you know, uh, a logo or something that shoot across it that at least show that you put in the work and it's not a raw video that you took walking down the street every time you've met that you've, as long as that is consistent, you've met that, that kind of production level. And I think that's one that advisors just kind of need to jump through and jump over. Um, and, and I want to dig also into the, to the delegation thing as well, but that's just where I'm going with the consistency. And I would look at it like this. I would take away, if you're getting stressed out, take away every step of quality that you feel. Yeah. So you're, you're doing a podcast, you're editing the middle, you took out the ums, you're like, man, that took me an hour and a half to edit my 30 minute podcast, not sustainable. So you cut up, now you cut the front and the back. Now you go, okay, now I cut the front and the back, but I'm going to keep in my intro where I summarize it man, this intro is taking me 30 minutes to say something for 10 seconds. I have to script it out. I'm just not off the cuff. I'm tired after I'm doing it. Now you have to pull that out. 
Now you're cutting off the front and the back and you just have this little jingle in the front that you got from Fiverr or Upwork that cost you 50 bucks. And that's your show now because that's sustainable. So you do what you feel like you have to do to create the show. But really, I would start simple and build on it. And if you start with high quality and you find yourself struggling, don't be afraid to strip some of it away until you can come back because that's that's the point. Yeah. Um, I I was thinking recently about just get this off of here um, about what you're saying here and the delegation side of it. Um, my my thought goes into you and I, right? I always, I always try to use ourselves as the proxy, as the example. And we're navigating how we work with our spouses and our household income to make this thing work by taking as little off the table as we possibly can. Now, I know this doesn't necessarily apply apples to apples to advisors watching, but the point is rather than maybe taking a raise or a couple extra dollars out of the business, like if you can apply what Ryan's saying, and find someone on Upwork or Fiverr and just someone that you can pay a few hundred bucks a week to, to start to delegating this, you know, a, a couple thousand a month, if that, to delegate some of this work. I think the explosion of your business, I don't think, I know if you can stay consistent with that, the explosion will pay for itself in, in four to six months. The problem is like what I've realized, or I guess the problem is that when you're, when you even, even meeting with us consulting wise, I think what we realized and why we hone in on this so much is because we always can give out great ideas, but you have to execute on the ideas. One of the reasons mm -hmm. why, if you head to our new website, we upgraded a little bit and started adding on a few services of actually doing the work, doing the work with you was because we realized that we're giving great ideas to people who want ideas, but they spend a lot of their time as a successful financial planner. So it's like, how do I add this time in my day? Do mm -hmm. I hire a team? Do I go out here? Uh, like, where do I go? And again, that that's why we're so big on delegation. I think we saw the problem so much. We want to be one of the people to fill the void. Um, but you know, if you're looking for just getting started and trickling in at the very least, like I said, Upwork, Fiverr, two places you can go and find a very reasonable, nice individual that you can develop a relationship so you don't feel like you're being scammed or stolen. It, it's it's very comfortable, professional these days. I'm sure you can find a bad person, but finding the right person will actually solve the problem. And that takes the weight off your shoulders. And that's when the marketing really starts moving. Yeah, I agree. Um, and this is, I mean, we're regurgitating summaries of conversations we're having on a daily basis with MCO members. So I, this is what we're, we're doing on the back end is we're digging in with members and saying, where are you at? Where's the business at? What are you good at? What, what is your style? What, what are your capabilities? And if not, here's, you know, if you can't do X, let's go find X. Uh, let's find someone to help you with it. I mean, we're just regurgitating that for, for everyone here. Completely agree. Let's address this, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I don't even have time for this. <laughs> you know what else we could do? We could get uh, an MCO banner from Vistaprint and put it behind us where it says our name a whole bunch. That's something we could do, Anthony. We could we could take low lit videos sitting over a counter. I actually think a marketer with a collared shirt on is not trustworthy. I just don't like wearing collared shirts. I don't know. Two cents. This has got a collar. It's colored. Like so you can weird. see it. 
you're wasting time. No, no, no. The shows I felt I felt like we hit everything I wanted to hit on on the content curation. I wanted to go over the process and how we break it down a little bit. I wanted to go over how we think about why we delegate and a little bit about where that line is. I would assume that most advisors are closer to the line than they think, but you're afraid to spend money on that <laughs> trying to spend, trying to spend money on that uh like where to spend my money. Usually like we're thinking marketing, more Facebook ads. Like I don't understand, you know, mm -hmm. finding a person that you can hand something off to, to make sure that you can keep doing your job and planning and getting better. You know, you have CE, you have to, you, you want to develop your process We're we're realizing that tax planning is so important and, and you're getting, uh, there's so many things that you can already do as a financial advisor. You, we know you can only be so capable as a marketer and everybody has their own line. But most advisors have at least a bit, a little bit of the money, and they should, in my in my mind, taking it from wherever it is right now, most likely doing whatever you're doing. I would maybe not find new money. Don't remortgage your house, yeah, yeah, refinance yeah. your house to start doing this new venture. I'd probably just shift it from somewhere else. So I don't know where. Uh, yeah, I don't know where um, where you would get you the money just, from, but that would come specific, obviously, to each person. I think my thing that like I'm just so big on right now is what we're doing is we're just telling advisors to stop and hit pause. Like, because there's so much money being spent on stuff that just doesn't work. It's not that I'm like, like I, I don't think we go into sale mode right away. And it's like, well, stop that pay, pay us. That's not it. It's like, is it working? Like I'm paying X, Y, Z monthly. I pay them monthly for this. Take a look at it. And we're like, uh, stop that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think, know, just, yeah. Is it working? I mean, the same, if you're working with us and you, you know, you worked with us for, for a year and you're like, nothing is happening. I'd be like, well, yeah, I wouldn't expect I you to stick around. Be working with us. Yeah. What Absolutely. are we doing? What yeah. are we doing? Where are the um, results? What is the outcome? I just want to touch on, you said we're starting to do content creation and website builds. And that comes from people saying, well, you guys are telling me all this. I'm using XYZ service. And then you're telling me that service to stop using it. So what options do I have? That's that's where what we're trying to do is born is because there are, you guys don't have a lot of outsourcing options, uh, frankly, because it's not a very scalable business. So you can't pay $200 a month for quality content. It just doesn't work that way. Absolutely. And I think everybody, I think what we're going to, obviously the goal for us and always will be to try to get to hire more people so that we can be providing the the custom service that I think comes with it. So I think it'll be more of of slow growth, looking to bring somebody in our own content curator for us, a content curator that we can start assigning and having teams and things like that. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know how far we'll go, but obviously from the very beginning, we're going to be really selective about building websites and creating content for specific individuals. I feel like that has to be a really specific relationship. Whereas consulting, obviously, you know, we can always give you our opinion on something, but whether it's executed or not is usually up to the other person. So if we're going to execute something, then that obviously has to be a real conversation of how much do we agree and where do we take over? And obviously, you know, while you always have the end say, I just want to make sure we're like-minded people. Because it's I not, have no I, interest. I, in I don't want to make on. money and argue every month yeah. about what should be well, done. Yeah. The bottom line is, I mean, this is a, a which nobody does. None of our members business conversation, but I have no interest in taking on a hundred people's content creation. Yeah, like that would change my life financially, but I have no interest in doing it because it's impossible, and you would get the same thing that likely you're you've tried somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, start creating something that can be downloaded by all advisors instead of creating something for somebody to post specifically for them that has to do yep. with their content and their brand. So yep. um, excited to do it, excited to to open this up. Um, yeah, obviously, if anybody's interested, we're still doing consulting. That's not going away. So that's always going to be a thing. And uh, I don't know when we're raising our prices, but probably soon. A few MCO updates for you guys. And a big uh, announcement, if you guys haven't heard, is that uh, Carl Richards is going to be on the show on Wednesday. So we are going to bring him. I don't know if it's live for the very first time. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, Anthony, let me clear that up. Creating content for people in terms of curating, creating graphics, editing the uh, videos. It's not creating content for them. It's improving it. Yeah. Adding the adding the quality that you don't have time yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know how we display that on the website or pick that, but that's that's the part where that was the hardest thing for us to cross that line. I actually, just put that in our email because but that's also why you can't buy it on the website. You can't just go to the website and click buy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to. We have to talk. We have that's to figure not out. A, like, it's yeah. It's not yeah. just a sign up monthly thing anymore. Um, we we have to have a conversation and get into exactly what that means and what we're doing and things like that. So um, it'll be it'll, a, think of it like a more of a design service than it is anything. Well, I want to be the extension of if you hired marketing in-house, like Anthony, if yep. you built your own team and you hired a few people and you would say, do this for me and you would exit and you would delegate everything you could. That to me is who, who we would be. Because we're using designers, um, video curators, uh, developers, we, the people on our back end that we're familiar with to save you from having to hire those people. And, yes. and we're basically becoming your digital or content funnel. Like you yes. just, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. I was going somewhere with the end of it and I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I liked Eric, it. Eric, Eric, <laughs> Eric picked me. Rewind. Yeah. Um, so that's... that's oh, Carl Richards. Oh, Carl Richards. Yeah, Carl Richards on, on Wednesday. Um, not sure if it's the first time he's ever been on LinkedIn, but basically because of technology, he only uses Zoom, but we were able to stream him live for the show. So uh, he's going to come on and he, he does have a... Um, uh, program going on right now, I think called the fellowship. And when you're, when you're contacting Carl and you actually contact a social media team, they, they say that he does a Q and a, and he also like goes into this topic. So I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to talk to him and, and get in my questions about, I mean, just the same way that we had Adam on last week, he talks to so many advisors and Carl obviously is a legend, I feel like, in the marketing game and was one of the originers or was the creator of the behavior gap. And one of the first people I ever saw that really took a complicated financial situation and displayed it in a squiggle. And I just remember that always being so powerful. And that's something that Colin did where I used to work is use drawings and illustrations and things like that. So I just thought it was uh, I just thought it was awesome. So, you know, obviously decades of experience as well as what he's doing right now i suggest everybody you know bring a question or two and we'll do our best to throw them in when we're in the q a portion talking back and forth with uh with carl yeah i think we have to make the whole thing as q a as possible i mean this guy's had a million interviews and and, and his story's been told a million times everyone's familiar with him so us regurgitating and repeating that for the audience isn't valuable i think the value comes from if you guys have questions you want to ask him let's do it Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, super excited. So let's see. What do you mean by Anthony? What do you mean by pitch my stuff? Uh, can I hire you to polish pitch, pitch my said. stuff? Oh, polish. Sorry. Uh, polish. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think where it comes into is when we usually do the consulting, we usually get into people and we say, okay, you need to have a Zoom show, you need to have this, you need to build your newsletter, you need to have this. And that's where we would... Uh, well, they're like, okay, yeah. how? Who? Like, who do I hire for that? And that's where you and I were like, well, this is silly. We might as well use the same, give these guys access to the same people we're using. Yeah, exactly. I guess instead of you going to Upwork, instead of you going somewhere else, we can execute on the strategy that we're providing for you. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, we're still developing it. So it's going to be specific and like case by case and seeing what people need. Uh, and that's why it's probably going to be somebody who's in a position where they need a podcast, a video, a, a live stream, and we can chop all these pieces of content up. Corey can make pictures for their podcast that's going, creating headline images for people. Um, and I guess that's where we separate, you know, from, from the website is creating those images and all the things that come with the infrastructure that we talk about and um, trying to think what else would go in there. But I mean, it's really you know, a bespoke offering. It, it's really yeah. a based on, yeah, conversation and, and yeah. just having something in our back pocket to, to lean on when we're asked. Yes. Is that, would you answer that as a yes, Corey? I think it would, uh, the service we're trying to offer, I think um, that, that we would want to clarify is it's not like uh, um, project level. I think that's where we're going to stay away from. It's more all encompassing. What is the message you're trying to get out consistently? What's the content you have that you've created that's just sitting in the can? Um, and then how do we put that all together and hand you back a zip file full of everything that you've said and want to say curated and packaged. Yeah. This is the hardest one to package too. I'm trying to decide what does this mean hourly for us, but is it a few videos, you know, monthly and exactly is exactly how we're doing it. Um, we're, we're just about there, but figuring out exactly how much time each thing takes us and, and going from there, but didn't yeah. want obviously the idea of it to hold up uh, the website or, or what we're doing. Um, just, just, dotting I's, I feel like, and crossing T's. And and then we'll update the website and have everything be specific so it actually gives numbers and concrete ends. But for now, I want to speak to people. And obviously, everything ends in a phone call now rather than you just signing up through the website. The pricing didn't change yet, but it will soon. Uh, but everything will lead to a phone call as we realize we just want to make sure we're on the same page with the I mean, other That's a person. big one. Even the consulting. like yeah. we, we, we made a decision that we can't even take advisors on on a consulting basis without talking to them because we want to frankly ensure that we're like-minded and that we have the same goals and priorities and uh we see the world in at least through a similar lens you know yeah, i think it took some of the credibility away from us having able to sign up on a website it made us like a tech type thing where it's like a zoom or like a you know what yeah, i mean like rather than a, rather yeah, yeah. than a service and I, I didn't we didn't mean to do that but we are uh but taking that away again little things we learn and now it's like why wouldn't people sign up outside of that people want to talk to us anyway i would like to talk to them so let's figure out how that works and go from there how often should advisors post video content i like to shoot for once a week i think it's busy but i think that's a good cadence and i think obviously you know if you could do more if you were handing it off then i would say three times a week. I mean, if that was your content, you could do one video per day almost. Yeah. Maybe if you, if you had the capability, yeah. if you could clip it up, I'd love to see five videos under 90 seconds each a week. Cause I think a great, like a great video and a great message isn't 
isn't denied just like any other piece of content. So I wouldn't say like you have to do written just because people get tired of videos. I think a good video is always good, just like a good written post. The problem um, is we use the likes as the as the barometer for it and videos get scrolled past more often. It's just natural. So then, I'm, yeah, I'm scrolling super fast through text. I mean, you like the you can almost feel the language people are using. It, it feels like you're on a plat. You can just feel like you're on the platform. You can tell people are telling the story based on the LinkedIn feeling they're about to give at the end. And I'm even trying to get away from that, but it's like it's so apparent now. I'm just like my my fingers are moving like this. I'm just scrolling. There's back. so much garbage on. I mean, LinkedIn's not close to where Facebook is, but there's it's there's a lot of. I mean, I'm seeing this. You know the double. I, I'm getting sick of the the hacks. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, there's there's and and I, I'm not. I don't mean to you know judge other people. It's really just my opinion. But it's so many people are flooding here with content, and I think the first thing everybody tries to do is figure out how do I speak on the platform, which is important. But then the problem is LinkedIn is one of the places that's easiest to fall into whatever echo chamber that you already do. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's easy to fall into water cooler content in terms of all of your colleagues rather than building the brand you are trying to and falling into the LinkedIn trap very quickly. Uh, it's almost like I think about it like when you're like walking in the jungle and one of those big holes is covered by leaves and it just like it sinks through. I don't know. I just see some people just get and then all your into buddies the at the bottom world. of the hole, and you're like, "Oh, hey guys!" <laughs> yeah, it's just then, then you're just chatting. You know, it's just yeah. it becomes a different purpose. Your your content takes a different twist, guiding towards uh, I think what makes LinkedIn Wait, happy. That's awesome. Now my brain goes. Like, you're going through the jungle with an intent to <laughs> to reach people in that you want to work with, right? Yeah. So you've got clients in mind in the jungle. You fall into this pit, and at the bottom of the pit is a bunch of your buddies hanging out. And you're like, and then you forget that you were in the jungle trying to find people you wanted to work with because your buddies are all there. Exactly. That's amazing. Exactly. Um, that that diversify. I guess do it. Diversify, diversify everything. Yeah. That's just, so yeah. That's I mean we're leaning into you doing a lot of the work on the YouTube channel, building the website, making sure everything looks up to par, so we can go back to creating content. And if I could tell anybody anything. I would say delegate your website because we, we wasted so much time on our own where we should have been making money doing others, you know, through Kajabi, which advisors won't use. We had to learn a whole new, new platform. And I think that's why I wanted to talk about do it yourself, but also lean into that line of when we should delegate because we were just dealing with it. So this is a this is an episode that hit home for us and made me realize what we really need. And that goes back to now that the website's up and everything's running, we need a content curator and somebody who takes care of uh, everything, you know, all the time. So we don't feel like we're missing information or missing those gems. That's, I think, it's our coming. next step. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, the next four months of MCO content are going to be explosive. Absolutely. Uh, any questions, obviously message us, shoot them in the comments, but tag us because it won't show us later. It doesn't alert for things like that. If you have questions about services and any of the new stuff that we're doing, or if you want to chat with us about it, shoot us a message. Appreciate you guys being here. We'll see you on Wednesday. Still going to be 930 for Carl Richards. Uh, and then we will go from there. So I'm super excited cool. to have that conversation. And uh, if you guys have any questions, also feel free to message me. And if they're good, I'll ask him. Have a good Monday. Thank you for listening. We hope that you find value in this show. We hope that you find value in MCO Advisors. You finding success means everything to us. If you found value in this show, please leave us a rating. Thank you all. Talk soon.